0: Hello and welcome to another episode, your first episode back of the Classbound Podcast for the week. My name is Sheila Liao and because this is the very first episode of the week, this is your solo pod, the return of the solo pods after two or three weeks. that whole a of weeks after that. And blessing you with my baritones. For the next 10 minutes or so uh, first of all guys how did you like the Quark Anais episode I felt like it's a good episode to come back to for the from the break you know after all during Holy Week you can't really watch porn and now we end up talking about Maui Taylor's That's that's a lie we, we, I definitely watched porn during Holy Week I am a godless godless man but <laughs> I, I love my talk with Quark, it really just brought a lot of insight into his creativity And sana, uh, you you listen to us nerd out of, about Letterboxd um, If you guys don't know what that is, it is a, it's basically Twitter for movie nerds uh, or you know, it's 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 a social media platform that allows movie lovers to rate and review movies, and he is one of the five other Filipinos that I know uh, who is on of that. I'm ang galing lang na nag-connect kami about that because that's such a niche social media app. But for this week, like I said, I am going to talk about my. Upcoming trip to New York City. Now, This might sound like I'm tooting my own horn before the orchestra begins playing. You know what I mean? It's like like it's it's premature. Right? Some people might say that this whole thing might be premature. But for me. I feel like it's important to acknowledge the opportunity that was presented because this is the first time anybody will ever really hear about, first of all, how I got into the festival, stroke of dumb luck, right? More on that later. And secondly, how I feel about performing in New York City. As to how I got to be a part of the festival, I was just part of a Facebook page and because I am unemployed, technically, I had no time. Uh, I spent all day on Facebook. It's basically what happened. And nakita ko, may post um, on that particular Facebook page. If you are a comedian and want to be a part of that, you can DM me on the internet and I will send it to you. But just for the sake of for the sake of privacy, I refuse to tell you what the page is on here. Like right that, some random Joe might uh, add himself to the group and start sharing Trump posters and memes and whatnot. So, I happened to be part of this Facebook group, and somebody looked for submissions, and I submitted a video, and I was lucky enough to be accepted. That luck is such a big factor in all of this. You know what I mean? Luck is such a big factor in all of this. Because I've been doing stand-up for 13 years. And yeah, I've had plenty of opportunities to perform in other countries. But I never expected to be able to perform in New York City again. Fact, it's on my YouTube right now you watch it right now, it's on there. My very first set in New York City was almost 11 years ago. I just Googled New York open mic, and this is what I got. And if you watch it, it was a far, far cry from how I am right now as a comedian. I was still fat as shit back then. So I probably have the same fat shit jokes that I tell on stage, but that performance level will make you cringe. And so I was at the time accepting of the fact that that was my first and last time in New York. So to get this opportunity again, which I will say is life-changing. I know it might be putting too much weight on this opportunity, but to get this life-changing opportunity to prove myself in the birthplace of stand-up comedy is something I never expected to do. And now I get to do it. Before I was just one of the guys who watched fucking Netflix specials shot in New York, right? you 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 hear of places like the Comedy Cellar, The Village Underground, Gotham Comedy Club, all these hot shit places where where fucking legends perform. And I'm not saying they're not perform, but to even be in the same city as these heroes of mine, I mean. God damn why how did I get how did I get to this point? You know? So luck. Very much a factor in this. But luck can only bring you so far. You know, luck can only bring you so far because when the opportunity is there, you have to be ready to face it. That's what I believe in, anyway. Because I have met, I've had many opportunities fall at my feet and I've squandered them all those many, many times ago. Just look at Hong Kong 2012, when I thought it would be a smart idea to eat pretzels on stage during an international comedy competition. Or Singapore 2014, when I decided it would be smart to cuss out a room full of Dutch people because they don't know how to laugh. Again, so many dumb shit ideas from back then. So who would have thought the person that did all of those fucking things was the same person going to New York City? But then again, you can't really say, I can't really say that I was the same person back then. It's really not fair because I felt like I had to grow before I got to this point. You know, I felt like I had to evolve a little bit more, in, both as a person and as a comedian, to be able to perform at this level. Yes, granted, and thankful that I was able to do stand-up and that I am fortunate enough to travel for stand-up. But at the same time... Man, This was just such a life-changing opportunity. And I guess what I'm trying to get at here after eight minutes of babbling nonsense is that hopefully when New York City happens, I am ready for it. Hopefully when you listen to this episode and you listen to me talk, you will understand the process that I went through to prepare for New York City, to prepare myself to go to New York City and perform stand-up at the highest level. I've been hitting all the open mics I can hit both online and in person. I am risking getting COVID just for this opportunity. I, I booked myself on the longest-ass flight possible, just so I can save a few bucks to get to New York. You know what I mean? I am just putting myself in debt just to get here because I understand how life-changing this whole thing is. And I still want to do it. The desire to do it, that's just the main factor here. Because I got accepted into the festival and I can just fucking say, no, sorry, I not date, you know, but i pushed for this trip. And now that I'm getting it, I have to stay ready. There, that's what I think needs to happen in the two or so weeks left for my big, big trip. Um, I'd like to thank you for listening if you got this far friend. please do leave me a review on Spotify. Give me a follow as well. Let me know if there was not enough cussing on this episode, if there was too much cussing, if I made sense at all. if you want me to clarify things, let me know on Spotify and all my social media at Super supersized. link PR. .e slash Chino Supersized for everything I'm into. And until next time or later this week, where I, where I drop the interview episode for the week, featuring, of course, this peachy Giochino Valera. We talk about environmentalism, veganism, and all things earth based only here on the Fast Down Podcast. This has been a Podcast Network Asia production, powered, of course, by PodMentors. Thank you and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program or other programs on the network.